Sweet Jesus. Chicks was looking at like, what do you just do? Impressive, not gonna lie. That was. I struggled with that. Was that was pretty fucking fast? Yeah, that was that was fairly impressive. Wow, that took like three seconds. I'm wondering though, how much of it did you let shoot out into the grass when you were out there pushing home? When you first poke the knife in, I can I don't know how people do it like without getting a nice jet stream, but. And with that, there's nothing like a uh, Sunday afternoon oh, shotgun. Almost said on your of a PBR. Of a PBR. So yes, yes, this is episode 12, 11? 11? Oh, We're on episode eleven of the I, Life Short Live Free. Podcast. We've done so many, I've just lost track. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, your host Sam. Also with uh, the 1911 Buddha that doesn't ever use 1911s anymore. Toad. We got box in the middle. He's a little bit, uh, a little bit grumpy and not feeling so hot today. Under so. the weather. A little under the weather, but it's all right. I really wish people would stop touching. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the, uh, we got Manny malfunction down at the end again. Actually, hold on a second. Um, your gun was the last to malfunction today. Yeah, it was. It was. So your Manny malfunction. Manny malfunction today. You're gonna have to turn that off. I found out that mine's broke. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, Johnson's Johnson's uh his P80 was a, is a pretty much a uh, a malfunction powerhouse to say the least. And it <laughs> hasn't thought he been had lately. It. It's been pretty he, good. Yeah, he thought he had it fixed, and uh, it since uh started screwing up on him again. But we found out he had a the trigger pin trigger housing pin trigger housing pin <laughs> snapped in half today. Plastic so. garbage. So guess what? Ordered titanium. Yeah, yeah, but my uh, I got I had an IWI uh, Masada that I just just purchased the other day and brought that out there for the first few shots, um, and I did I had a few malfunctions with that I don't know what was going on with it maybe it's I just didn't clean it initially just, I actually <laughs> actually it probably just does, needs a good clean and then a little bit of lube. <laughs> uh, so the story behind that whole deal is Box got a new, that new Steyr L nine A two MF. Yep. yep. And didn't shoot it the for man how long? It was only a week. A week yeah. is what you had it? But he had it when you guys did the review on the 365XL, correct? Yep. yep. Had it that, day. Got it that day. Had it, Yeah, got it that day, but wouldn't shoot it because he wanted to clean it first. So we gave him a bunch of shit about that. But in the end, it never did malfunction when you first shot it, correct? No, it did. I had two fail- failures to extract. The, oh, that's but right. But the fun part I never told you guys is I never did get around to cleaning it before I shot it. <laughs> oh, my sweet <laughs> lord. That makes it even better. Dude. <laughs> no, I want to clean it for that. You know, he's probably going to okay. be he's probably going to be pissed when I when I when I tell this on air, but he sent me a Snapchat of it. He had it he had it when he was sitting on the toilet one night. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sent that to all you guys. I, I didn't get it. Ashamed. I know. I got. I know. I got it. Really? You could see. Well, it was. It was. I a, thought you guys. Would it was enjoy a picture that. of him. You could. His pants were down. You could tell he was sitting on the turlet. And then he had the, the gun. The turlet. He had the. He had the gun sitting in front of him. But he's like, man, I love this thing. <laughs> no. What were you doing? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what what were you now, doing on that there? Were you taking a dump or what? I didn't. What were you doing? <laughs> trying to mix, looking at the gun. And trying to, it, he so. was trying to mix a batch of his own lube. <laughs> you know, sitting there on that there turlet. 
That's funny. Sitting on a turtle. Yeah. But let's be honest. We've all done that at some point in our life. Not um, even a lie. No. You've never brought a gun into the bathroom with you. I why only did it just so I could send a stupid snap to you guys. I might have when I built that when I finished that polymer eighty. I was I was pretty enthused with it for a while. You know I don't know. I don't See, know. And I he ever didn't, mine into he the didn't even do it the for the humor factor. I think he's creepier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyways, got a bit of a boy. This we finish. took a we took a hard left turn on this this <laughs> podcast pretty early. Um. Anyways, this podcast is sponsored by Shireworks, of course. We do Cerakote, and uh, we're Cerakote certified. Also make some pretty badass wallets. Speaking of which, why don't we... Uh, this wallet one is the, the this one is the latest wallet, the wallet, wallet of the month. And what that is, we do a, <coughs> we do a special uh, <coughs> special print every month. And um, it's priced at $29.95, shipped to your door. That's about a $10 savings. Um, that's just for the month. And then at the end of the month, it'll go up to, uh, the typical price of, uh, 35 plus shipping, of course. But this one is badass. It's got a, uh, it's got bullet print all over it. Um, those look like about 223 caliber. Uh, pretty, pretty freaking sweet wallet. But anyway, it's got the in integrated Kydex clip in it for your money. Cards slide in and out of it right nice like. It's, uh, everybody that has them loves them. They're pretty badass. So, uh. Yeah, go to shireworks.com and pick one up if you like one. So, um, yeah. Sam, your terminology has been on point today. Terminology. The turlet and right nice like. <laughs> Just <laughs> killing he the game. He says right nice like all the time. Does he? Yeah. Is this, this is the, I've always uh, heard the people say program. real nice like. But that is right a, nice no, that's a medium. medium. That that fits uh, 10 to 10, 10 to 12. 12. We have small, which up fits. Well, I just want to say thanks, large. guys. Well, you can have it if you so want. I gotta get some pictures to, of it first. What are it's, they? Five to seven, seven to ten, and ten to twelve. Yep. And even if you put one in them, they still fit uh, just fine. So it'll stay in there just uh, so. Pretty awesome. Check them out at shyworks.com. Uh, so yeah, how was uh? I guess uh, how was you guys' weekend this weekend? We're just Sunday or Sunday in uh, about three o'clock right now. But uh, how was your uh? How's I'm trying to think of going? what I did yesterday. I drove through four states yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, started out, uh, well, I left Wednesday morning at 6 o'clock with my girlfriend. We went up to uh, to Leech Lake, to Bayside Resort, there outside of Walker. If you guys are looking for an awesome place to go fishing, I highly recommend them. Uh, cabins are nice. Their boats are top-notch, uh, and the price, you just can't beat it. But we went up there, and we caught the crap out of the perch. I mean, we had to catch over a hundred perch in three days. The only problem was <laughs> seven of them were keepers. Um, and then I caught some pretty nice walleyes, uh, but we had a blast. And then, uh, yeah, yesterday we left and we went to Itasca state park and Tasha got to walk across the Mississippi for the first time, see where it all starts. And, uh, if you've never been there, the beginning of the Mississippi river is about 20 feet across and about a foot and a half deep. Does that come out of a lake? Yeah, like I task it's where it starts, and okay. then I, th I want to say Lake Bemidji feeds into it, and then uh, Bemidji. I've always found that several word funny. other ones that Bemidji. feed into it along the That's way. It's just north of Grand Rapids. Park Rapids. Park Rapids. Yeah. So then we drove home, and we hit road construction, and so the GPS rerouted us into North Dakota, um, and then uh, from there we went just straight down 29 to home, which, you know, I was really impressed. My girlfriend bought this brand new 2019 silver or 2018 Silverado LTZ, uh, and uh, my truck gets horrid gas mileage. Uh, 
this thing gets awesome gas mileage until you hit 85 miles an hour for four hours straight. <laughs> and then yeah. it's just watch the fuel gauge go down. I figured you guys would have taken your car. You took your truck though, huh? Yeah, we were gonna, but not all my uh, fishing rods break uh, down. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, my seven footers, they don't break down. So they didn't uh, quite fit in the little car. Fair yeah. enough. I noticed that I get about, mine's a 2017 mm-hmm. and I got like on the highway, I average like 17, 18 miles a gallon. When I was coming back from Minneapolis the last time, I set my cruise at 97, and I got like 10. So you set your cruise at 97? <laughs> yes. <laughs> took I-30. You realize, you realize what the, spe- the, the uh, speed limit is, right? 95. Well, I mean, even 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 at 85, <laughs> even at 85, we were still getting like averaging like 15 to 17 miles a gallon. But on the way up there, we went, we didn't take 29. We went the kind of the straight up from here. Yeah. Worthington. And we were get yeah Worthington to Wyndham to Spicer uh, mm-hmm. up and uh, we were getting like twenty two twenty three and the best I've averaged on like my because it gives you like a fifty mile average mm-hmm. the best I've done is twenty six in that truck but I get twelve in city uh fifteen on the highway mine yep. gets pretty much eight luckily well, I don't drive very many places I put uh I put those wheels and tires on remove the whole lower half of the bumper. And put a leveling kit on, and I lost about oh three to four miles. It's ago. amazing how much aerodynamics <laughs> do, isn't it? Yeah, that well, that front bumper, that whole plastic chunk of valence and everything, and mm-hmm. that like chrome mustache and all that stuff in there. I mm-hmm. ripped all that crap off because uh, deer hunting last year was a little hard on the front of the pickup, and that's when I decided the leveling kit, wheels and tires, and all that stuff was necessary because we got. A little buried in some snow last year, and I got stuck twice in one day, and I was that was enough to piss me off, and I got new wheels and tires and leveling kit like three weeks later. I was like, I'm done with this. That'll do it. Yeah. Box, how about you? Uh, how was your weekend? Well, um, Saturday morning I woke up about 7 o'clock, told my boss I wasn't coming into work, <laughs> and uh, went out and laid on the couch and slept till about noon. And then I felt a whole lot better after that, so I took some pictures and shit, edited the rest of the day. So, uh, do, you, do you got the brown bag flu or the actual flu? I don't know what it is. I felt absolutely horrible after I got home from work Friday night, though. Whole Are body you... ached, and I don't know. I just I do didn't feel nip- like. Do your nipples hurt? Are you pregnant? I don't think I'm pregnant. You but yes, OD'd. the nipples are very sensitive. You OD'd on Permanerp, didn't you? <laughs> Too much. Damn it, I might. There, there is some side effects to Permanerp, so yeah, you might. Well, wanna... there's not a dosage rec- recommendation on there, so I didn't know how much. To You're not supposed to bathe in the stuff, box. <laughs> I just kept rubbing it on until my skin quit soaking it up. Uh, myself, I had a uh, uneventful weekend, I guess. Uh, Thursday is actually the unofficial start of the weekend. I golf, of course, every night Thursday night. Friday was pretty tame. Uh, Saturday I worked, and I had uh, I was working Saturday. I was blasting a or may, it might have been Friday night, doesn't matter. But I was blasting some parts in my um, my big blast cabinet, um, and a lot of these parts I was working on some older guns, and a lot, I mean this was just little dinky parts. And I have a uh, parts uh, I'll just put the little stuff in there, but it was too small even for that, and it slid through the the. The thing and it fell down onto my grate and it was sitting there on my grate, you know. And and when it falls through the grate, there's no way to get that grate up other than unscrew like 15 screws and just a massive pain in the ass. Um, with a little some bitch just fell right through. That was like mother. And so what I did is I just I I got a big tub and I 
I dumped out 50 pounds of aluminum oxide, which if you know what aluminum oxide is, it's just very similar to sand, uh, a little finer. This is 100 grit. And I sifted, I sifted through that whole entire f***ing thing. And it took me, I don't even know how long it took me. And I got finally got through the whole thing, and it wasn't in there. It's not in there. I'm like, what in the, where did, I mean, because where did it go? You know, where could it have possibly gone? So I went and I, I crawled in my, I got a pretty big sandblaster, and I crawled inside the some bitch, and I'm looking there and looking there, finally saw it. It got caught on just like this little freaking lip. Like, what are the freaking chances that it got caught on that damn lip <laughs> rather than going into the, the freaking down? Oh, just so I finally got it out of there and uh, find it. But that was, I was like I said, an old gun. So, I mean, there's you no, there's, gonna get a replacement there's no serial number on that gun, even it's so damn old. Um, just an old, what was it, 22, I believe. So, yeah, anyways. It wasted a lot of my <laughs> a lot of my time, but I got it, so I was pretty happy. Uh, so yeah, that was my Saturday, and then today, of course, we uh, out shooting, having a good old time. Speaking of which, the range day it was a much needed range day, I think, for all of us. Uh, yeah. Instead of a competition, we did our we did a little bit of a drill day, uh, practice day. And, it, and the reason we do this is because if we're out just shooting steel and shooting uh, uh, cardboard silhouettes, if, well, if we're your accuracy, right? If we're competing against each other, we're not. We don't care about as long our as fundamentals as long as, as we much, hit within just... as long as we hit within a foot, you know, as long yeah. as we hit, we hit, and that's fine. Um, but today we actually we did a three by five uh, inch card drill that. Uh, that was kind of a doozy, and and for once, I think, you know, box. No offense or anything, but I think all of us were glad that you at least freaking struggled a little bit on this, because <laughs> usually, I mean, right. you know, you kick our ass. So he didn't really struggle a little bit. He struggled a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was all an axe just to make you guys feel a little bit better. Yeah. Well, at the well, very we least, appreciate we appreciate that. it. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so you did. I will say, at the end of the day, you did end up with the fastest time. Yeah, I don't think I could do it again, though. To be honest, I don't know why it was weird because that whole time, like I've been trying to do better about tracking my sights through the shot, you know, mm -hmm. so I was doing that the whole time. But that last run that I did, I wasn't watching my sights, really. I was just point shooting. Yeah. And I don't, I had a t nice tight group and I shot it quick, but I don't know what happened there, but I'm pretty sure it was just luck. So the the problem. I'd rather be lucky than good any day, uh, yeah. Box. The problem a lot of us are facing um, right now when we're when we're shooting is anticipation, and that's something that you don't realize that you have an issue with until you have a dead round or a malfunction or or your slide doesn't lock back and you pull the trigger and you always see your your hand the the front of the gun dip. Some of us do it worse than others. I personally do it real freaking bad, and the only way to fix that is to throw uh, snap caps, dummy rounds in these. Um, so it, it induces a malfunction, basically, you know, instead of it doesn't go bang. So you can see how bad. And it's just, there's no freaking way to fix it. I mean, how do you fix that? Because it's all in your brain. Like, you can you can, you can can dry fire as much as you want. You can, And I do quite a bit. Just dry fire, dry fire, dry. But that don't do shit for anticipation because your brain knows the difference between a live round and a snap cap. The good thing with dry fire practice is you can, especially with the red dot, in my opinion, because when you pull the trigger, you can, you can see the dot move. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's really easy to tell what you're doing in the trigger press. 
right. you know, and what adjustments to make. But for anticipation, no, I don't. Th- dry fire is not helping for anticipation. Yeah, I'm gonna throwing snap caps in, in when you're live fire training that helps. You know, that's about the only way I can think of to help mm-hmm. with anticipation. But right, I and don't I, know, man. <laughs> like. And I've uh, I've since changed my grip up within the last several weeks, and I'm actually pretty happy with it. I think I'm I'm think I'm getting a lot better uh, results from it. Um, I also got to work on my actual trigger pull because I do between my trigger pull and anticipation, I do seem to push shit a little bit. Um, but I was pretty happy with my three by five card drill. Um, I was shooting under five several times, so I was. You know, for me, that's that's pretty good. But and the whole the whole entire thing of this, why we started this entire podcast and everything, is just improve. And I think I feel like we all we're all doing that pretty decent. Yeah, I think we're improving. I think having these weeks of just drills and training basically is going to be a lot more productive for us improving than yeah. the competitions. Well, are. Do you guys remember when we first started when we were just shooting competitions? There was a lot of times. <laughs> where we uh, we would completely miss the whole silhouette target with our pistols at relatively close range. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I never did that. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you guys remember perfect. I missed the metal silhouette target from like 10 feet away? <laughs> <laughs> now it's, it's pretty rare now that we, actually, that we ever actually miss. We yeah. don't usually ever miss the silhouette now. It might be outside the A zone or something, yeah. but yeah. Improvement. Yeah, we, we definitely have improved. It. We definitely have improved. And that's, I think, you know, like when we did the the viewer challenge, you know, we looked at how, how hard it was for us to get something that we were happy with mm-hmm. to put out for the viewer challenge. You know, we, we worked on that for quite a bit to get a result that we were happy with, you know. And the you know, trying to get people out there. I think people, you know, if they try and beat our times, like if people start getting into it and really trying to beat our times, they're going to realize how important it is to get out and shoot more often. Right. Um, and I'm real. That's one thing I, uh, ranking is really getting into, into, into gun. He wants us to get his concealed carry permit and shit. And I'm really, really trying to get him out there just to shoot once with us, just to realize, you know, because he's shooting at pop cans and shit, and, you know, right. that's one thing. But when you're really shooting and you're, and you, you induce a little bit of stress and you're shooting the paper target and you're seeing exactly where your shots go, it's yeah. a whole, whole nother animal. Yeah. And I mean, I think all of us thought we were fairly good shots up until we started doing this back in February. <laughs> and I, at that point, I think we all got, you know, shown, our weaknesses uh, well, I, very quick. I have a, a group of people from Sioux City. Um, they're friends of Tasha's, and uh, they'd like to come out someday and shoot. And uh, Have they ever shot guns? No, so it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yes. And <laughs> so I told them I'd talk to you guys and see what you said. So maybe one day, you know, instead of like our typical range day, we can do like a whole video on. Oh, yeah teaching people how to shoot and whatnot and just just let them come out and kind of get the feel for it and whatnot and uh i told liz we'd throw some tannerite out and uh but yeah they just they've either very little experience or none whatsoever so i mean it'd just be kind of there's about there's four of them well five of them with tasha but she's she's shot she's not horrible 
but it'd be kind of kind of neat to see and make probably a pretty cool video. So. Yeah, I've, and I actually I've been wanting to do something like that. Just get a few new shooters that have never that have never shot, and maybe might even be a little bit anti-gun. That just just because they don't know, and that'd be that'd be freaking awesome to get some people. Well, I figure out there between and do the that. four of us, you know, we could tell them go buy a couple boxes of nine mil a piece or something like that, and bring them out, and uh, that way they're not burning our ammo. But you know, it'd be kind of fun to do. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, tell them uh, tell them we are game. That's what we're all about around here. So heck a yeah, three and a half inch Magnum though, and a twelve gauge, and let one of them shoot it. Yeah, that's probably, <laughs> that's probably not the best introduction. I think I have some of your hand loads left for the forty-five seventy. I know I have some left. <laughs> <laughs> Those things will crack an elephant skull. We can get James down there at the fifty. There you go. <laughs> Honestly, my forty-five seventy hurt me more than that fifty cal did when I shot it from the shoulder. Yeah, I'm not even joking. That fifty cal weighs it. so much. Yeah, it was that the sad. recoil from standing wasn't that bad, but like shooting that forty-five seventy with those hand loads, it's a wicked kick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had some, I had some factory rounds, and I had uh, my wife and I have a couple friends in Sioux City, and uh, they they came out and shot. This has been a couple months ago, but they came out and shot, and we're you know, they were both having it's a couple, and they were both having issues with hitting target hit you know making hits on target with pistol and stuff and so i was kind of you know helping them a little bit kind of figuring out grip and showing them how to properly align pistol sights and just real basic stuff you know mm -hmm. but just you know he's a hunter so he's always you know shotgun and rifle hunt but probably has a really scope on didn't have didn't have a lot of time you know behind a pistol and mm -hmm. um helped him out with that and then you know i brought out the 4570 and let them both shoot that he had he had bought an ar a few months before that and had never shot i think he had it for like six months and had never shot it and i was like we'll come out you know shoot and we'll do some pistol shooting some rifle shooting and stuff and let them both shoot that 4570 and he shot it fine well then his girlfriend who's you know she's a pretty pretty small statured girl and you know i handed it to her and she was a little worried about it she handled it a lot better than i thought she would and i'm glad she did because those things will belt you kick you pretty hard yeah. you know so i just made sure she was holding it tight and you know lean forward into it and i really thought you were gonna say you, you slipped one of the hand loads in there <laughs> no no i sh i let them shoot some some of those 325 grain there's just a just a quick story on those hand loads i was trying to figure out a round for deer season last year because i used the the year before i'd used the hornady lever revolution the 325 grain uh, yep. ftx ballistic tips and uh didn't have the best experience with them um i mean it was a big part of it was due to the really crappy scope that I had on top of that 4570, but That's I started the round I took my deer with last year. Yeah. yeah. And I started reading about all these hand load and stuff and I like to reload. So I was like, screw it. I went on midway and they were ha happened to have a sale on the, uh, on the bullets. And I had a whole bunch of brass cause I love shooting that thing. And so I bought the bullets, bought the dies, um, all the stuff to do it with. And I worked up this load, uh, where it was 2.3 grains below max tolerance. I believe was what it was. And uh, so it was kicking a 300 grain 0.458 Hornady FTX hollow point mm -hmm. or FTP hollow point. I can't oh, remember. SP. Anyway, it's a soft point. you can yeah. mix a freaking martini in this hollow point. <laughs> and <laughs> I took them, 
I had First a, time I heard that one. I, I worked up 50 rounds, and I took it to the range uh, Thanksgiving morning and got it dialed in at right at 100, you know, shooting pretty good group. And uh, my shoulder actually hurt after that. I fired about 20 rounds. And I let my buddy Wolf shoot it, and he's like, Jesus Christ, you know. So deer season comes, and I get the shot at this doe from 40 yards, and uh, just freestanding. She's kind of quartering towards me, so I put it right behind her front shoulder, pulled the trigger, and just shit flew everywhere. Like blood. And, <laughs> and I, not, not thanks, actually, thanks for not actually shit. Thank God it wasn't a gut uh, shot. And it wasn't, but... <laughs> I went up to her because she dropped in her tracks and there was an arc of blood at like 10 feet in because she kind of spun. And I'm like, holy crap, you know. And I get up there, yep, she's dead. So I flip her over, I'm like, huh, bullet didn't come out. That's weird. Get her back to my buddy's place, hang her from the tractor in the shed, start skinning her. And the entry wound, since she was quartering towards me, was about six inches long. Just a gouge. Oh my goodness, you know. And I get the skin down, and right when I pull the last of it off, the bullet dropped out of the opposite side ass cheek from where I'd shot her. It went all the way through her and got stopped by the little bitty bit of fur on the backside. And Tim looks at me and he goes, are those those bullets you hand-loaded? Oh, yep. He goes, might want to scale those back for next year. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, uh, my shot was at about 150, 160 yards um on my deer last year and it had full penetration bullet went all the way through (laughs) god you're a kid (laughs) yep um but when i was skinning him there was i found the ballistic tip right inside the skin on the exit wound side yeah yeah that little red polymer tip went all the way through with the bullet until at the skin it dropped off just inside the skin did but, he drop in his tracks yeah he cartwheeled um he was on a full sprint and i was kind of hesitant to take the shot honestly but i was like i i know this rifle you know like i was comfortable with it and um took the shot and he rolled ass over tea kettle once and he kind of stood up for a second like you know got up on his front two legs took about two steps and was down the he it was pretty darn clean kill because the blood was pouring out of him so fast it was he was not gonna make it very far so So, uh we're gonna tell you what we had this this topic down at the end but we're gonna switch topics around beings we're talking about this right now it is ladies and gentlemen uh, kicked off NFL season on Thursday, which means the hunting, hunting season. season is right around the freaking corner. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, it's time to uh, get your get your trail cams out. Well, actually, it's past time to have your trail <laughs> yeah, cams out. Yeah, if you don't out. have your trail cams out, at least if you're a yeah, bow hunter, right? You're well, way late. <laughs> well, depending on uh, how what time we get out of here, I might get mine out today. I doubt it, but we'll see. Uh, I've been meaning to. I got some deer cocaine in the back. Uh, the back of my truck that I got to go dump out there yet. Um, and actually, you know, it was, it was easier to to get that than I thought. You know, I just went down to Fourth Street, get some of that cocaine from the uh, from Jimmy down cocaine, there. Cocaine. <laughs> hey, Johnson, why are you hey, in there? You got the wrong kind of deer cocaine. You know, I bet they'd love that shit too. 
I don't know. Yeah, but can you imagine how fast they'd be? <laughs> how alert they'd be? I can't, I can't hit these sons of bitches. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they never get within 200 yards. It's like they're on cocaine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think dodge my arrow. And just to clarify, if you're watching the YouTube, uh, Johnson did not lose today. I mean, I know he loses on a pretty regular basis, but today he did not lose, and that's not why he's... Uh, Getting our I'm beer for us. Yes, you're a hell of, hell of a nice guy. Speaking of nice guys, I did bring the whiskey of the week today. Well, we did. We want to do. We want to talk about the whiskey of the week right now, or continue talking well, about. I don't care. Well, I still. I think we can cover hunting season prep a little more. He, Johnson's afraid of the whiskey. Right, of the week. I'm not going to drink it. I can tell you that. Right. right well, we'll, we'll, we'll just that from there. We'll and just, I'm not doing that. We'll just cruise right <laughs> through the uh, the hunting prep. Um. Unlike yeah. unlike most deer hunters, um. My getting to put my camera out kind of depends on if the river's flooded or not. Uh, not well, not really. Uh, I've got a couple other spots that I, I can go to, but um, my good spot uh, requires me to load up the kayak and kayak across the Little Sioux River in the dark and find my way up the bank without falling back into the water. <laughs> yeah, which happened last year. That sounds horrible. And uh, there's big deer over there though, and. Uh, so far, the river stayed down, so as long as we don't get any massive rains like we did last year, remember that? Yeah. I couldn't get over there all of October. It was so flooded. And then I finally got over there, and I had pretty cool pictures of flood water from my trail camera, <laughs> but uh, I finally went down enough I could get over there, and, and then last year, it freaking flooded again towards the end of the season, so I couldn't even get my camera out of there. So my camera's been chilling out in the woods since, um, so well, last September. The batteries have September. been dead for months i don't even know if it's still there because that tree could have been swept away in the last time it flooded very true so sam have you looked into getting the cameras that have like cell service on them yeah so but they're check them from stupid your expensive yeah yeah but I, honey, I, I, I know that they exist i just never it's like priced ten, them out. it's like the camera itself is pretty expensive then it's like an added fee for your yeah. It's like a cell phone plan. Cell, right. yeah. Like, because yeah. I know, I know Tim has one, and it's down in way southeastern Iowa at their farm down there, and um, I don't even know if he still uses it. Yeah. But and well, my, my friend Langle's got a couple of them too, because he's got a farm down that way, and the, he likes them because you, you know, you don't have to drive down there and check right. them. But yeah, that to me, that's part of the freaking fun. I don't want to get pictures on my phone all day. I want that buildup. I want that anticipation. Yeah. Because you go down there and you pull your carter, two thousand pictures. Holy shit! Right. right. And then you spend an hour going through it, only to find out it's a bunch of raccoons, turkeys, and does. Yeah. Well, right. plus just getting out, getting mm -hmm. out into the into nature and checking your like mine is only it's on the other side of Pearson, so it's only like fifteen miles from, right. not even twelve miles from here. And that's just that's part of the reason I, I I bow on is just to get out in the nature and get out you know off of your phone at least a little bit and yeah. sit out there and and check it. Um, but I I was at Walmart the other day and bought me an 18 inch machete so I can go and uh, clear out my uh, land a little bit of a the crap around my stand there the ain't nothing up. like them 18 inch walmart machetes i tell you damn they're just the <laughs> actually got it got it got buy. it at maynard's uh this is a gerber so it's gonna be half it's gonna be a lot better my last one was a walmart machete. no one, my last one was a harbor freight machete yeah. and that thing was a that piece thing of shit was pretty much <laughs> the most worthless machete on the planet well you know it chops them like the, the thin weeds and grass and stuff but... it doesn't it doesn't chop it tears them <laughs> yeah, so you'd much. have been just is good with like an eight iron <laughs> we, went out to, we went out to sam's last year and i've got this uh it's a small machete i use it to uh, whack through the pelvic bone on deer it's it's called a camulus carnivore 
Now they make the big carnivores and then they make a medium one and then they make the small one, the 10 inch Z. And I bought this thing at Menards because it was like 20 bucks. And I was like, oh, that thing's cool. It's supposed to have like a titanium coating. I don't know. Whatever. It's sharp. Yeah. It holds an edge. And it'll whack through like a three inch sapling in like one blow. And we're out there. I'm just going to town. And this little 10 inch machete and Sam's over there like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it yet? Shut up. Maybe I wanted to work out. <laughs> Needed the exercise. Yeah. But, but yeah, I got to get out and get that all cut and my trail cam put up and. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I like trail camps. It's nice to see what's out there, but at the same time, um, like I've talked to some guys around here, they've passed up some badass deer cause they're waiting on their shooter deer, their target deer, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that that's never going to show up while they're in their stand. Right. So I don't know. I see well, both sides of it. Too, is like studying the patterns. Cause yeah. you know, if that deer's there at four 30 in the morning, every morning, your stand's in the wrong spot. Right. Because if he's there at 4 35 o'clock every morning, guess what? He ain't, you, yeah, you got no When you're ready, on. yeah, during season, when you're sitting in your stand at, you know, 6 30, and for shooting lights, what, 8 30? 8 o'clock ish? No. Depends on the yeah. half hour before sunrise. Half right. Hour so after. usually about 8 o'clock, no. I would say. 7, 7, 15, seven so. somewhere in that ballpark. Regardless. Yeah. He's not going to be there. Right. During shooting hours. So, you know. And the the shitty thing about my place is it's completely dependent on um, when the farmers take the corn out. Because last year I was out six times. That deer was the second deer I'd seen, and it was the same freaking day. My deer yeah. that I got. because And then I went out I went out several months afterwards and picked my cams up, or my camera up. And as soon as they they cut the corn out, that place was a freaking buck heaven dude there was 500 pictures 75 percent probably 90 percent had deer in it and of those pictures 60 to 75 percent were bucks it was just freaking everywhere because once the corn goes out they go back in the uh back in the uh in the woods for cover and and shit so i'm hoping they i'm hoping they either have beans or they get that shit out a little bit earlier this year but so other than checking cameras what do you guys usually do to prep uh just I personally, there's a lot of guys that use like salt blocks or licks or some shit. I just pour some uh, deer cocaine, is what they call it. Something I don't even know if that's exactly what they call it. Some cocaine. Deer cocaine. Just uh, pour Black that. Black magic. It it attracts them and they Blasts they, they, they want to dig for it and it'll be in front yeah. of my in front of my camera. And just kind of attracts them and pulls them in. And I I shoot I clear out shooting lanes. Other yeah. than that, that's about it. Yeah. Do I you do you guys have like a camo washing ritual no i do um i buy the hunter specialty scent killer laundry detergent and all that stuff and then i keep all my stuff um mainly because i interact with so many people and dogs and everything else on a daily basis i don't want to really bring that home so when i'm done hunting i wash my clothes i dry my clothes and then they go in with um scent dryer sheets into a box a a tote Mm -hmm. with a gasket rubber gasket and it just sits in my back hallway in my house until I'm ready yeah, to go hunting. That's like my, all my, all my hunting clothes go in a box, you know, a sealed mm-hmm. box also. I keep those scent wafers that box hates so much because he hates the smell of them. But, um, yeah, I use, I use like a, I don't use like a scent killer specialty hunting detergent. I just buy like the, 
detergent that most people buy for like infants clothes it's got like zero scent zero like it's all everything free it has no scents it has mm-hmm. no you know fragrance added all that stuff so i just use that stuff let it air dry i don't even dry it in the dryer i just let it air dry and then you know hang it on a line outside i just throw uh, it in my box all i do is i use um scent scent blocker before i go in and um i just spray the bottom of my boots you know kind of cover myself in it head off and that's right i I mean my my former boss he never did nothing like that i mean he'd go straight from the freaking body shop out and out into the his deer stand smoke a cigar and he's got dozens hundreds of deer that he shot, you know, yeah. and I see both sides of the both sides of it, you know. Well, you have to, and that's and that's part of your blind blinder stand placement too, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're if all your deer, you know, your shooting lane is facing west, so you're going to be looking into a headwind most of the time, and you know the deer are coming from that direction, so you don't have to worry about it so much. But you know, right. it it a lot of the wind, you know, plays into that quite a bit. Hips. You know, and have any you guys when you're sitting in the stand like like Johnson? I don't know if you 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 don't you don't bow hunt. Nope. So I haven't. I would I would definitely like to. That's one thing that I'm this, interested in getting. This into. happened to me here a couple years ago. I shot this deer too. I was pretty impressed with myself. Um, I I'd been in the stand for a good two hours, and normally. When I'm in the stand, I like to read a book on my phone. And where that particular stand's at, there's no way a deer can come by and I'm not going to hear or see it because there's just dead falls. It's down. It's on this finger of timber that runs down in this really deep valley. Um, and uh, I was sitting there. It was cold that morning. And I drank like two high drives on the way to the stand to wake me up. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to pee. And then I can hold it for another, you know, hour. Well, no, I couldn't. And so so I stand up, I hang my bow <laughs> on the hanger, stand up, turn around off the back of my stand, which I don't know anybody that doesn't pee off of their stand. You know, a lot of guys take a bottle with you. It doesn't freaking matter. I've had deer come up and sniff right where I peed and then just wander around. But I'm taking a pee and I hear this snap. Oh, God. And I turn and look, and about 25 yards away behind this evergreen tree coming down my trail is this nice big doe. And I'm like, I've got a doe tag, but I'm also taking a pee right now. My wiener's out. <laughs> so I I managed to like finish taking the pee before she got past the tree. Oh, man. There's and, no way I'd have done that. I just stood there, <laughs> pants down, drawing my bow. Because <laughs> how cool of a story would it be? I shot, shot this, this doe with out. my pants down. <laughs> Dick hanging out, just... I wasn't hanging out. I tucked back in. I didn't get zipped back up, but I turned around, <laughs> grabbed my bow, got an arrow. Arrow was already knocked, so I clipped on, and she's just walking down, happy as can be, and I double-lunged her from about 20 yards, and she dropped about 50 yards later, but... I mean, that was just funny, because I was like, oh, God, I'm taking a piss, and here comes a really nice... It was the first deer I'd seen in, like, two weeks. Yeah, that's a, they, they always show up at the worst times. Last year was the worst. Last year, I was like, screw this. I'm so fed up. Hadn't seen crap all for deer. And it was getting later in the season. And I'd been there for like two hours. And I was just frustrated as all hell. So I hooked my bow onto the rope. Lowered it to 18 feet to the ground. Turned around. Stuffed my calls back in my backpack. Grunt and all that. 
and zip my backpack up and I hear snap turn around there's the buck standing right there just this goofy looking one and he was goofy because he was a he should have been like a basket six but his rack instead of curving around went up like this and it kind of <laughs> twisted on the one side and I was like and he had a really good body to him and I was like that'd be kind of a cool mount you know and then I'm like, well, shit, my bow's sitting on the freaking ground. And so I got my bow back up, and I actually got a shot on him, and I hit a tree branch. Uh, like, there was a gap, about a three-foot gap in this pine tree that he was behind, and I could see him. And I did the stupid thing of trying to shoot through the pine tree, not taking into account how much your arrows actually flex in flight. Yeah. And the arrow must have just ticked the branch because it snapped in half and went right underneath him. And he looked at me, and he was gone. Can you tell how excited Box is? I was just going to say, we better move on to the next subject because I think Box may fall asleep. He is he is not a hunter, so he doesn't have much to contribute to this conversation. Box, have you ever considered hunting? Nope. No? Just not your thing, huh? I no, didn't until five years me. ago. Yeah. I didn't start till I was 29. Really? Yeah. Box just likes to hunt chicks. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. He's a the real chicks, ladies man, this guy. slayer. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's move on to the next uh, little uh, little uh, segment we got here, which uh, we d- we did away with it for a few weeks, and you know we had several comments like, "Where the hell's whiskey of the week?" So we, we're going to bring it back, even though this week is going to be completely and totally horrible. Let's just say it's a real locally sourced whiskey that I may or may not have had a hand in creating. Yeah, it's uh, I've had it before. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to rate it a big fat. One out of five. I'm uh, rated zero. One of one out of five. Well, if you were from one to five, it's a straight one. Maybe even a point five. It's it's not good. Johnson, will you hand us the glasses, please? Do we have to take it out of the glass? Can we just pull it just, out of the freaking? Yeah. I don't really care. He's got it in a flask. So it's, anyway, yeah, this it's is right uh, here. It doesn't is, come in your standard bottle. It, this uh, is homemade much moonshine. Drips out of a pipe into this, if you know what I mean. Um, Has it been cut to a hundred, or is it just? No, I think we tested this out at right around 163 proof. Good. <laughs> so it's, it's not Good. something. It's not something that you want to be, you know. I uh, actually used on, some of it to light my burn barrel a few weeks back. Um, it burns a very blue color. Um, it smells like you would expect paint thinner. Death. <laughs> no, you can definitely tell it's this is um, made from corn mash. It kind of smells like it, but no. I've had this before, and I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, my God, I'm blind. <laughs> I can kind of see his How many his fingers am I holding up? Right oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I can breathe fire right now. Yeah, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to chase huh? it. I'm going to chase it. I'll Smooth. tell you that right now. It's not actually, like, super harsh. <laughs> you guys want some pickle juice? No, I'll chase it with water. Wait, and yeah, did you have any? Yeah. <laughs> No, do I don't you really? <laughs> it's in the house. I do actually yeah, have pickle gosh. juice. That's a waste of time. We used to uh, chase pickle juice or chase whiskey with uh, pickle juice all the time, and it kills it. Just absolutely kills it. It's not that bad. What do you think? Yeah, One out of good. five box? <laughs> it's you, not that good. What do you rate it? One out of five. Two. <laughs> all right. So it's not getting as bad reviews as I thought. I wouldn't say oh. it's a bad first try. Well, That's they've been awful. Do- they've been. Do- <laughs> <laughs> that is 
absolutely miserable. I've drank gasoline before. And that's better than that. I've had gasoline in my mouth and it tasted better than this yeah. shit. I'm not so sure I can taste everything right now at this point, though. So no, maybe my, that's my tongue feels kind of numb, advantage. actually. Well, you know, I bet, Box, if you if you hit a few more swigs of this, you probably feel better. Nah, no thank you. Yeah. The one thing I will say, though, is if you mix that with, um, like, a monster or something, so it, it's a hell of a lot better. Or I've had, not made, but I've had apple pie that the other gentleman involved be okay, in Sam? making that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel my face. It does warm the throat. It's yeah. not as bad as I remember it. Um, I've had apple pie made with not that particular batch, but a different batch that when it Hoo-hoo. when we uh, tested it, it was at 184 proof. And yeah, we have one batch that was right around there too. Before before cutting it with water, they took some inside and made a batch of hot apple pie with it. Mm, that shit is delicious. Yeah. You and know it's how dangerous, man. Freaking torched people were. Oh my god! It's like, oh, let me drink, you know, two mason jars of apple and you don't pie realize, made of this crap. You don't realize how strong that shit is. It's mm. so good, and no, it does it. I, it it masks the alcohol so good. I, uh, I I knew better. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I had some not partake. Well, when we were on the Black Hills riding four wheelers, we were kind of running low on booze, so our um, host was like, well, I've got some real Kentucky moonshine. I'm like, all right, well, he came out with a bottle. Like a bottle you buy in store. I'm like, ah, oh, that's not real moonshine, you know. But it was pretty much comparable to this shit. So I was mixing it with those white sugar-free monsters with ice and whatnot. And it was pretty freaking good. Of course, I was pretty well hammered at that point. But <laughs> yeah, everything tastes I drink good. About, <laughs> I drink about five of those things, and I don't think I could find my feet if I tried. <laughs> and so a while back... um. I was I didn't have any beer enough at the house and I was gonna split some firewood and I always like to have a drink when I'm doing you know splitting the firewood and I was like well I got a couple of energy drinks in the fridge so I mixed up some of that with a couple of mo- you know some monster I had one then I had two then I had three and by four I was like holy shit when we had <laughs> three of these things starting to get dangerous <laughs> I was like when we had three of these things and I am some like partially smoked I was like I better stop so. <laughs> Yeah, I quit splitting firewood because it was getting kind of hard to get <laughs> around. Wise choice. But... You know, <laughs> I bet we could sell this for some real good money to some hipsters or something. I bet like, you're right. hey, small batch whiskey, small put batch. it in a real fancy <laughs> small bottle. batch locally sourced and That's made. That's also illegal as hell. Only bottle left. Yeah, you can't. Act, if <laughs> you, you make cannot, it, if you make, you, you can make it for yourself, it. but you cannot sell it. So, you gotta have um, a, you gotta I, have a, a license. I looked into that, and that is not true. You mm. cannot just make it for yourself and have it be legal. It is you can illegal. Yeah, to no, make. it's not. You can make moonshine. <laughs> you can no, make you can you can have the components to make it yourself if you're caught making more than yeah. It's a certain, a, it's amount. A certain more, amount, right? But, so, but we never go over the certain amount. Yeah, Either way, okay. you cannot sell it. <laughs> yeah. You can make it for yourself, Only but if you sell gallons. it, that's that's why that's why <laughs> no, they chase the, the Dukes of Hazard so much. Yeah, we don't. They're doing illegal shit like that, which we, we do not condone. We don't come close to that, but. Um, just kidding, do it if you yeah, want. Yeah, it's, it's always <laughs> just a small batch, but it's more of an excuse for a bunch of us to get together and drink beer and play bags and, you know, in a shop. And you know, usually uh, like the one time we had a turtle fry, fried some turtle or the, some fish or something. But the 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 fifth member, fifth member of our podcast that the never pretend member, never <laughs> never <laughs> was on our podcast. Uh, got him a still. He uh he he showed up here one day, 
and he had the whole freaking he had just he had it in his the back of his truck the whole damn thing he just ordered it in so i don't know if he ever got around to making it or not i doubt he's it got because all the him and i went to the uh scrapyard up north that gets all the stainless from uh wells mm-hmm. and i have in my corn crib all the parts and everything required to make a still I have all of it, all the parts and everything to make a still all sitting together in my corn crib. And that was his deal too. Oh, we're going to make a still. We're going to make a still. And I've had that shit for, I don't know, seven, eight years. Oh no, this was just like, <laughs> you know what I just thought of? Moved. This was just like life short, live free whiskey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> F&A cotton. That sounds fantastic <laughs> to me. I like expanding my, our, our business opportunities. I, I so. have, I have legit everything. To make it still all together, ready to go. I might have I might, I might have a line on some small wooden casts, too, if yeah. we decide to go ahead with this. So, um, we're really dragging. We're 50 some 50 minutes into this podcast, <laughs> and we've made it through like four, maybe four Two. topics. <laughs> yeah, the intro, range day, and sponsor. Uh, and hunting, uh, the hunting deal. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Whiskey of the Week. So, we're really slagging. But we're having, you know what? We're having a damn good time. Yeah, I and... spilled some of that uh, moonshine on my chin, and it kind of ran down my neck, and now my neck kind of feels like it's burned. Uh, you're missing hair down there. You know, <laughs> like... you know what that is? <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna roll on into the next thing, and we're gonna we're gonna leave the politics out of this because uh, nobody wants to, to listen to that bullshit. Um, we're just gonna hit on real quick the Walmart ammo uh, the Walmart ammo deal. Um, your guys' take on it, whether it's a good thing, it's a bad thing. Uh, so basically, Walmart has uh, recently said that they're going to stop selling 5.56 millimeter and 223 caliber, as well as I think they said all handgun ammunition. They did, but you forgot that they're going to stop selling 5.56 and 223 because it's for short-barreled rifles. Which doesn't even make any sense because <laughs> uh, 5.56 and 223 and short-barreled rifles is shit. It's probably about the worst short-barreled rifle ammo you can think of. So I, them calling it that was ridiculous in and of itself. Um, but the, the little things about this is obviously, um, it might be good for local gun shops because Walmart took 20% of the, uh, the ammo, the ammo, uh, sales, sales in America. So I think this is two ways to think of this. This is either going to push all the ammo sales back to local gun shops, uh, people that support the second amendment, or it's going to raise prices. One of the two, because if they're buying twenty percent of the ammo, and now the you know, yeah, they stop buying it, prices go up. Well, I think it's uh, going to be both. I think prices are going to go up, but also people are still going to buy it and buy it from local gun shops. I think it's going to do both. Well, the the <clears throat> the few that I've talked to, the well, of course Jane, I don't know because the supply is or the demand is still the same and the supply. No, it's still not. The demand just dropped significantly because Walmart stopped buying that amount of ammo. That's not true. The demand is how much people want it, so the supply would drop because there's less people carrying it, which would increase. No, because prices. Walmart is buying from distributors. Walmart's buying from these manufacturers, know, and if if the, they lose twenty the percent, the end user is the demand. Well, so, if 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 small town or if, if small town gun shops can pick up that massive amount of right money, but I'm saying the demand from the end user is still going to remain the same. Uh, yeah, people aren't going to stop shooting because 
Walmart quit carrying the ammo. Right. So the demand is going to stay the same. The supply has now decreased because that store who sold 20% of it is no longer <laughs> carrying it. So you're saying prices are going to go up too? Yes. Well, I'm we're saying, saying this, so we're just saying, right. right. Yes. I don't think anything is going to happen. You Not don't think it's going to matter? No. That's I don't a pretty... think it's going to affect anything. Yeah. Uh, yes. I no. It's going to affect too. sales on, gu- on gun shops and online stuff, but... As you far as that goes, I don't think anything's gonna happen. You don't think prices, prices are anything? No. So are you? I, gonna... I'm cu- I'm curious to see what does happen because, like online retailers, I think they'll I think they'll boost the prices up because they know that people can't get it from Walmart anymore. Mm. I think I don't think the manufacturer will increase prices. I just think the retailer will increase prices. I think cheaper than dirt will, but I don't see. I don't think most people do will. I don't. I you don't think. Nah. I mean. Because really, only twenty percent. I mean, there's still the other eighty percent that people can buy from. Right. You know, it's not like it's not like all of a sudden. You know, we right. just. Yeah, I uh, see what you're saying too. So I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. The other question is: Are you guys going to stop shopping at Walmart? I no, already I hated Walmart before. See, I don't mind Walmart because I buy groceries there. It's close to my house. It's convenient and it's cheaper than. You know, high V. Yeah. Well, I there's a lot of guys that are that are super pissed possible. at them. Well, honestly, um, I never freaking bought ammo at Walmart anyway until you went there a couple weeks ago and bought a thousand rounds for 160 bucks or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I I before that yeah, the last that really time pisses me off because that was cheap. It was <sighs> as cheap as I could buy it anywhere online, like without gun that. show price, you know. But 170 bucks for a thousand rounds. Well, right there was I a... hadn't bought ammo at Walmart since probably high school. Yeah. There was a I poll mean, on, uh, I think it was Concealed, Concealed Carry Nation the other day. It says, are you going to stop shopping at Walmart? And 70% of them said yes. And I'm like, bullshit. You're not that. You're not going to freaking stop shopping there. They will for a week. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, just because, well, it'd be one thing if they didn't, they didn't say you can't carry a freaking gun in there anymore. They just says, hey, please don't open carry in here. Mm-hmm. Which you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna jump on me for this, but it doesn't really seem that weird to me that it that a that a business of that size would say, "Hey, stop carrying open in our store." I don't think they didn't say you can't freaking carry it. And guess what? I don't give a hey while you're in there, I don't give a damn about it anyways because I don't conceal or I don't open carry, you know. So. I see, bo- I see their argument when they're saying, you know, there's a pissed off guy saying, I can't carry open there, you know, anymore. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't like the whole concept of open carry because it makes you a target in the first place. Well. I mean, it makes I, you a target for assholes, and then it makes you a target for a potential shooter, too, because he's going to see you and be like, oh, holy crap, that guy must be a cop or something like that. It's but anyway, not going to be, it's not going to be a, oh, there's a guy with a gun. I better not come in here and shoot like, this oh, place up, you know. He doesn't know I'm going to shoot this place up. Well, he's not looking at me. I'm going to shoot him frankly, first. Frankly, um, I'm not a will, big fan of open carry. I'm place. not either. I don't open carry um, except when I'm working at the gun shop. Um, but I think the argument was is that you're uh, a target for a mass shooter. Yes, you're a target for dipshits and assholes. I 100% agree with you. Um, but the the whole thing is you're a target for a mass shooter. No, that guy walks in there. The only thing he sees is it's people, people targets. He, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know if you have a gun on your hip. He probably wouldn't know if you had a freaking AR song on your back. This guy is 
batshit crazy and don't know shit. Right. And and frankly, I don't think there's ever been an instance. And correct me if I'm wrong. If if I'm wrong, please please send an email to me, comment on this, and say you're a freaking idiot. But I don't think there's ever been a mass shooting incident where somebody targeted an open carrier. No, I don't no, think there has been. Did you see? This has been a couple of years know. ago. The only um, the only thing that bothers me about this whole Walmart ammo ban thing is that every large company thinking they need to have a political agenda. Mm-hmm. Why do they have? You know. Well, I, the headline I saw was Walmart says they're going to stop this, and it was a scene in Walmart bans carrying con- uh, carrying concealed in stores. Well, that's not what they did. They banned ca- open carry in their stores. And then it's like, Kroger follows suit. And I was like, first off, what the fuck is a Kroger? I had to it's look it up. It's a huge grocery Yeah, and I was like, huge. Well, we don't here. have those in Iowa. Yeah. But they they did something years ago, though, about... They're a kind of a, almost like a Whole Foodsy type yeah. of shit, no. I think. Well, they're they're more... It's, it's super popular. Texas, Ohio, basically everywhere except, like, here we're South get... Dakota, Nebraska, I hear Iowa. we're getting an Aldi. Yeah. In Sioux City, but but no, Kroger's huge. And I feel like a couple of years ago they did something about not selling ammo or not Yeah, Kroger did something. I don't remember yeah. what it was. I don't remember what it was, but I know a couple of years ago. It's like they didn't follow suit with Walmart. They have done yeah. away with this stuff years so, ago. Anyways, our page, our our Facebook page, we just and we it wasn't meant to be political. It was just I'm being a smart ass. We want to stay away from politics on our page, but I was being a smart ass. I put up a meme that says that back in 2017 there was around 10,000 drunk driving deaths, 400 rifle deaths, Walmart bans rifle rifles. Walmart, well, they stopped selling the majority of popular rifles. They still sell bold actions and you know that things like that, but they uh, still sell alcohol. So this was our our little meme, and and the internet jumped on it. It was shared like <laughs> two hundred fifty six thousand. Yeah, yeah, a quarter of a million times. And it, by the time that we deleted it, because we were tired of the bullshit and the riffraff we were getting off of it, it reached nine point six million people. <laughs> riffraff, you don't like that word either, do you? Uh, <laughs> what are you a hundred years old? <laughs> so it was just like some of the stupidity. This one guy, this one guy came on here and he told me that. Why he says, well, why are you only uh, counting rifle deaths? Why aren't you counting hard liquor versus beer deaths? <laughs> this this is this what? was literally his argument. So yeah, and, and you know we don't want to be that kind of page. We don't want to be a freaking political page. We're just here to have fun and educate people a little bit. And, and the thing is, it was it was getting so out of hand. We just you know, and we we're getting a shitload of likes out of it, but it wasn't worth our our time. We just says f this, delete. You know, and probably you know. A lot of people, probably if I talked to some business people and I told them that I just deleted a post with 10 million, uh, uh, 10 million people reached, that think I was batshit crazy. I don't give a shit. That's not our, that's not our target audience. That's not what we want to go to. Right. It's not what we, you know, so it's not what we're about. So I had no problem deleting. Apparently, it, but... all we're about is uh, living out our Red Dawn fantasies with our tiny fantasies <laughs> and was... playing <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm gonna. If you're listening to this, I it's either gonna be on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, and I back on Monday. Go back to our Facebook. I'm gonna post this tomorrow. We're recording this on a Sunday, obviously, but I'm gonna post this. This guy he posted a 
live these needle view. needle dicks living out their red dawn fantasies and Play a bunch of weak frightened sissies weak, frightened, weak, sissies, frightened yeah. sissies with needle dicks playing army and living out their red dawn fantasies and you know i find it i find it absolutely <laughs> hilarious that so many times the first thing that they they do is start talking about our genitals yeah i mean it's like the, the liberals think if you, if, you, if you like guns and you like to hunt you must have a tiny dick well, I just don't understand how that equates to any to a you know. So I reported the post for sexual harassment. Just <laughs> he did too. <laughs> well, we're, we're yet to see if Facebook does anything about it. I doubt they will. Um, but yeah, go back and look at our look at the post. It, it was post, published on Monday. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we had a, I we, we all just started laughing our ass off at the whole deal. Though. Well, was, uh, I was here's the thing. I was 400 miles north crappy cell service I'm, I'm in a boat and my phone when i hit a service spot it's just like ding 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 it just kept going off and off and tasha's was like what is that i was like getting notifications from our facebook page <laughs> so we go back to the cabin that night and literally the last time i looked at our our life short live free page we had like 698 followers mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it had jumped up to like four thousand, and i'm like what have they done while i was gone like what did they do so i went and i looked and i'm like oh god in a matter of tasha's like what four days tasha goes what i go somebody did a post on our group page and uh it's reached like eight million people and been shared like 167,000 times yeah she's like what i'm like yeah and some of these comments aren't very nice (laughs) you know what though funny though we we decided we were thinking we were trying to shut off the comments on it but apparently you can't do that um and then we decided we just stop engaging with them just because yeah that didn't help well (laughs) i thought it was uh, 90 percent were positive comments and the other 10 percent pretty much the other 90% just dove in and just talking about our dicks completely demolished them anyways. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, like I said, we deleted it, got done. We were done with that crap. Like we don't want to be a political page. So, but it was fun while it lasted. And then I followed it up with another smart ass post. I guess. That, and that's got like 16, 17,000 share or 1700 shares at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so many I, people thought it was, I couldn't believe that. Anyways, anyways, yeah. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Um, oh, that was you that did that. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Where can you find those for ten bucks, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? We're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about one more uh, subject. Unless you guys just want to keep on rolling, we're I don't like, we're crap. over I an got hour. Nothing. I, it's only four thirty. It. Screw it. Box. Tell us about this new uh, three sixty five SAS. What in the hell is this? Well, the SAS. Stands for SIG anti snag, actually. Oh, it's boy. so I, I mean, there could be a very limited market for for this, but I, was, I think it's just a very stupid design. I was like, SAS stood for Special Air Service, but <laughs> yeah, is it a, what is it? Is it a gun? It's, is it a yes? It's another variation of the of the SIG three sixty five. Okay. And well, they, your back, just your phone, thing till it dies. Aren't your they? phone background is a picture of you. That is the most. Like, I like that picture. Leave me narcissistic alone. thing I've ever seen <laughs> anyone do. Bite me. But anyways, <laughs> on the side here, they took, they oh set God. in the the uh, slide lock lever and everything, so it's just like a smooth side. And then 
it doesn't have any sights on the on the top. You'll see. It's just oh, like there's a, another Taurus curve. Yeah, it's yep. just a trench. <laughs> have you? Nope. It's nope. It's different than that. Have you heard of these? They're the I don't know how you say it. The Meprolites or whatever. Meprolites. Yeah. yeah. It's oh yeah. My God. You put that but little it's a trench. <laughs> yeah, it's de- set down inside the top of the slide, and you put this little green dot inside the circle, kind of like oh how a red God. dot sight works. And apparently, the way it works is if you're not have it, don't have it perfectly centered, you don't see the outer edge of the circle. And these these sights hmm. have been around for a while now, I think. So wait, this is just on the top of it. This it's a whole, it's, it's a whole new. It's pistol. set down inside. Even this. the even the the controls are like the yeah um, the mag- slide release and everything yeah. is like Frenched into the side of this thing. And they've also ported the barrel barrel, which. So what what are they trying is, to like? Are we into Mexican carry now, or what the hell's going? I don't. Because what are they trying to what, what are they trying where to they're stop? going for this? What do you mean by Mexican? Carry? You just jam it in your pants. Oh, no holes. You don't have a holster. The, it, yeah, I don't really understand what they're like. Oh, the front sight's a big snag point. What are you? I don't. What on are you what? snagging on? If you on? have a holster, what are you snagging yeah. it on? And especially the like the slide release. How could that possibly get <laughs> snagged on anything? If anything, that's just making it a super inconvenient hmm. for you to release the slide at oh, all at so any dumb. point. And those uh, sites, I've I've read a little bit about it. I wonder them. how many like mall concealed carriers are going to be. Like, oh, right. This thing. Those sites, I've read a little <laughs> bit about them. I'm not sure what I think about them. I think personally, without uh, handle having handled them at all, I think they're stupid. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe some people out there actually like them. But I think the only thing, only people that these sites will appeal to are the people that don't get out and shoot often at all. Yeah. It's like the see-all sites. Kind of, yeah. I I applaud innovation, but this just seems like trying to fix a problem that nobody has. Well, then they had to go and throw the ported barrel on there. And they're... they're, Oh, this is perfect. So let's take this big chunk out of the... Yeah. Let's take this big chunk out of the slide for the ported barrel and make another big snag point on it, since it's a big cutout on the slide. Yeah. (laughs) But I could maybe see this as... I don't know. The only real reason I could see to carry this is for real up close and personal type encounters where you don't obviously you're not gonna aim at all. Where it's you pull it out and yeah, you fire and there's here. from retention. But then there's the case of the ported barrel where ported barrels firing from retention is just awful. It's not a good idea at all. You you're having hot gas shoot out in your face, unburnt powder in your <laughs> right. face. Probably going to blind yourself. Hmm. Good chance of getting powder in your eyes and stuff like that. And so I don't know what exactly they were doing with this. Well, you have to walk around with eye protection on all the time. Yeah. I'm it'll probably sell. I don't see it selling well. Yeah. But I bet there's going to well, be you know, there's going to be people that buy it and they don't shoot it and then they're going to be like, "Works out great for me." You know, Sig has been knocking out of the park lately, and they can't win on everyone. So maybe they just well, they haven't even they didn't even really announce I this one. A... They just kind of pushed it out the door. They're like, "Have it." I have a dumb pistol I saw the other day that really just kind of infuriated me. The whole concept behind it and everything. That stupid credit card pistol. Have you seen that damn thing? The twenty-two. Yes. Yeah. What in the f- 
fuck was somebody thinking when they made that? Sorry, I got to bleep that out. But it's like, oh, I'm going to buy this pistol for concealed carry. It holds two shots, a 22 long rifle, and in order to deploy it, I have to pull it out of my ass pocket and unfold this fucker, and then I got to aim it, and it doesn't have any damn sights. It's like... And it's like 500 bucks. It's like, that is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my friggin' life. Why would you buy that? Are you talking about this credit card or cell phone? No, the credit card. It's like, it's like this big. It, it's like it's the size of a credit card, but about four or five cards thick. <laughs> it is, and it just it offended the shit out of me, to be honest with you. <laughs> it offended, it of, it I'm offended gonna, you, really? Do you want to talk about your feelings thing, now, Tony? And then I'm going to use it. As target practice. I'm going to do a video on how shitty it is, and then I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> who just who did that's that? That's an expensive video. <laughs> I thought, oh, I thought box did. Oh, my God. Oh, sweet Jesus. Who was that? <laughs> you, so, Toad, you. you're, you're now, a, you're now offended. Bad, I've never heard you say this before, but Toad is offended. I was yawning. I was offended by the concept. My mouth. <laughs> oh, sweet Lord. Apparently, <laughs> we got some issues going on over there. Yeah, Box, Box is already sick. And, this sick is, and Johnson, this is what happens when you eat peanut butter covered Fritos. Johnson yeah. just uh, contributed to it. <laughs> So we got a couple Sorry, more. Box. Ow. Oh, <laughs> <gonna> man. <laughs> this is taking a, a downturn. We got two more topics I want to talk about. Um, and then I know this is a long episode, guys, but you know what? We're having fun. So screw it. We're just going to keep on rolling. This weekend, Thursday was ill. We mentioned it before. The NFL kickoff. And uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I don't. I don't contribute any money. None of my money will ever go towards the NFL. Because uh, of the bullshit they pull. But you know what? I enjoy watching it. And I'm not going to let some freaking stupid, dumbass commies take away something I enjoy. You still so, listen to Eric Church, too. So I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. And we I, I enjoy doing a fantasy football uh, with a group of us friends. We've been doing it for six, seven, eight years now. And we enjoy it. So you know what? You commie bastards. You're not going to take this away from me. I enjoy it. So anyways, this was a, the NFL kickoff on Thursday. Today... Uh, was the uh, the rest of the teams. And one thing I want to talk about was this Antonio Brown character. I don't know if you, you two... I'll let 90% of our listeners just clicked out of this video. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. All I'm going to... Well, if they haven't after an hour, over an hour of listening to us bullshit about nothing... Miles will still be listening at this point. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Miles. Yeah, so... And uh, Yep. Thanks, and, Wade. and probably James. <laughs> yeah. James probably <laughs> yeah. Thanks to our two listeners. James, James, Miles, and Wade. We love you guys. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I don't know if you guys knew what this Antonio Brown character pulled, but he was he's probably, as of last year, he's one of the best. He led the NFL in uh, receiving touchdowns last year with the Steelers. This year, uh, he was on the Raiders, and he didn't even make it until their first game. He acted like such a petulant bitch. Um, he... Do you have to bleep that word out? Too? No. He did not show up to their practices. And at one point, he screamed at the coach and called him, I think, a cracker or some some shit like that. He's, you know, some racist. Not even the coach, the general manager. The general manager, yes. Yes. And then... Solid then, choice. So the, <laughs> so the Raiders sent him a letter that says, hey, we can fine you a lot of money if you don't start behaving. So he posted this the picture of this letter on Instagram because, you know, that's the mature thing to do. Mm-hmm. And he, at the beginning of the year, he was also bitching about uh, the, the NFL's new helmet policy to make all of them safer. 
and he was crying and bitching and refused to wear the new helmet. He wanted to wear his old helmet and all this shit. And then, so <laughs> actually, and I was really, I, I loved how the Raiders dealt with this. So what they did, they made him, they, they got, they kind of like, you know, soothed everything over and then they made him come into practice and made him apologize to the, the coaches and the general manager and the players and everything. And he thought everything was cool. <laughs> and then they dropped then, him nope, like an old sack nope, of And shit. then they says, Oh yeah. And by the way, you're not getting your 30 million guarantee because if you look in your contract, you act like a dumb shit and we don't have to pay you nothing. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> yes. and so, and so finally, you know, and, and finally after all that, they dropped him and everybody knew he was going to pay the Patriots after this. It was within, Three hours, three to four hours after they dropped his dropped his ass, that the Patriots signed him. <laughs> and so, because the Patriots have a history of dealing with dumb f-ks, uh, like him. So, but my thing is, and this is not a sixty seconds with Sam, but how fucking conceited and whiny bitch can you be? Look at your like the your pa- your talent potential. Like you could be the best player in the NFL, and you were a couple years, but now you let it all go to your head. And you threw away thirty million dollars because you're too proud to show up to practice, right? Because you think you're oh you you think you're better than everybody else, and you don't have to practice. Like, welcome to America, bitch. This is this you, you don't have get to, to you be still the have best to work without working for it. Exactly, exactly. And I I that, <laughs> it just boggled my mind how conceited and freaking stupid this. Now you know what? I never hated the the Patriots. I don't hate them now. But guess what? I'm going to cheer against them because I sure as hell hope they have a shit season so this son of a bitch doesn't get rewarded for his petulant Antics. bitching and crying. Yeah. You know what? At least he wasn't at least he wasn't bitching about America, you know. So whatever, but uh, what a douche. What a douche. That's probably a matter of time. Yeah. Anyways, um I don't think any of you guys have any more opinions on that topic, so I'm just going to roll no, on right through it. I, I don't idea. watch football. We but we're going to roll on to our, <laughs> to our, and Johnson was extremely excited about this segment, the Florida Man You know, episode. Sam, <laughs> instead of Florida Man, you just, that little sound bite that you just had there, what a douche. I think that's a good name for <laughs> to replace Florida okay, Man once all right. again. So this is our what new a segment. Douche. What a douche. <laughs> and of course, um, just like every week, we got a new sponsor. This is uh, this is the new sponsor. Hidden Valley is coming out with a Hidden Valley Ranch energy drink. And let's be honest, here in the Midwest, um, chips, crackers, uh, pizza, wings. wings, they're all just a delivery system for ranch. So uh, they've come out with a new energy drink. You get the same milky consistency of ranch, and you don't have to deal with none of the bullshit of that other stuff. So uh, it comes in an energy can, in an energy drink can. You just swig that stuff down. It's got all your nutrients. You don't even have to drink to eat anything else all day. It's got all your nutrients you need. So it's going to be coming out in Dollar General uh, within the next two weeks. So make sure you check that out. It also um, comes in a light version. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch Energy Drink Light as well. Yeah, so check it out. And later on, I hear they're coming out with a version that has bacon bits in it. <laughs> and buttermilk. Yep. <laughs> buttermilk. That one's not as healthy. I'm really looking forward to the one with bacon bits in it. I will chug the shit out of that. So uh, what is our... Uh, what a douche. Uh, I think we should just play the video. I don't even think it needs an introduction. Here. No, play I'm the just, video. I'm just going to play the video. Before we play the video? And some audio for you guys here. This is... Johnson literally giggled when he pulled this up. Oh, sure. I guess you got one in your hand. I might as well take it. All right. Thanks, bud. 
And here we go. Can't see how they haven't come up with some kind of way to com combat these storms yet. They keep saying, oh, you know, two days ago, three days ago, oh, it said this. Does he have oh, a mullet? All this warm weather. All this warm weather and warm water. We have a Navy. Why don't the Navy come and drop ice in the warm water Holy so it doesn't get going as fast <laughs> as it's going? There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, well, it's, uh, now it's getting worse. It's a fucking yeah, hurricane. It's worse, but you tell us, oh, it's the warm weather. Oh, it's the wind. Well, we have an Air Force. Drive some Air Force planes around to get the winds going the opposite <laughs> way. It's a Navy to go in circles to fight it the other way. Wow, that yeah, guy is an intelligent son of a bitch. Why you doesn't can, you can make... really tell that that guy's from uh, the East Coast, somewhere around probably Boston. Boston. Yeah. Um, Why doesn't uh, Trump make him the, the the head of the National Weather Service? Oh, f I have never laughed so hard as the first time I watched that. Video. <laughs> I was at work and somebody sent me a link to this and was like, "This guy needs to be in the government," <laughs> and I laughed so hard. It's like. Well, he's got answers for everything. There's warm water. Pour ice in the warm water. That'll fix it. There's wind and hot weather. Fly some Air Force planes <laughs> around and push the wind the other way. <laughs> Boom. Solved it. No more hurricanes. Florida's safe. Apparently, that guy never got a lesson on how the earth works, you know, the rotation oh of the earth, the earth the, how, the, how wind's generated, you know, shit like oh that. boy. Air currents and whatnot. Well, if you just fly them around in circles, oh know, yeah, they just uh, they just oh, you get the wind blowing the other way. The other get way some there. of them F-35 stealth planes up there and just uh, <laughs> do a counterclockwise on that hurricane. It'll turn the other way and maybe hit Cuba or some shit. I don't know, but as long as it doesn't hit Florida where I live in this trailer park, we'll be all right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, get how somebody that stupid gets on the news. Exactly. No way, I do. That's clickbait. It makes yeah. exactly it makes for good entertainment. Oh man. man, that was the greatest. That was the greatest interview I have ever seen in my entire life. Followed closely by that Australian guy about the dogs. Have you seen the Australian? No, guy? we'll have to check it out. Oh. Man. I don't know that one uh that one chick uh from down south uh talking about her uh her uh she having a fire in their apartment. <laughs> oh, that one's pretty good too. Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. No, she was talking about uh <laughs> Uh oh, -uh, not today. We're getting oh, out of yeah. here. <laughs> that was pretty good too, but I have, Oh man. I have something I uh this is way off topic and a lot more sad, but so Sam a hunter i'm a hunter johnson's a hunter um box i know your dad's a big fan of rabbit hunting um or well you guys like to rabbit hunt anyway so my sister called me the other day and, and um she called me to tell me she they just their va loan got approved they're, they're buying a house they're moving to a, a small town um from the town they live in now but she was really upset and my sister's a big animal lover and uh her my mom and my little sister will never eat anything that i've hunted or brought home even the time I got a really nice turkey, we couldn't have it for Thanksgiving because I killed it. And I'm like, Mom, at least Dad, you know where it way, came from. It you know, you don't, but anyway, uh, one of her neighbors up the street, I guess, is just batshit insane, some lady, and has a garden, and the rabbits were eating her garden. Well, that's what rabbits freaking do. You know, spread some freaking paprika and whatnot around your garden, it'll help. This lady goes into her neighbor's yard 
hunts down the rabbits, finds the den, stuffs it full of twigs and dead grass, dumps gas on it, lights it on fire, and burning bunnies come running out of it. <laughs> where the f- yeah. where the f- did you even think of this my shit? Sister, wild- my sister is telling me this, and my my girlfriend and uh, her mom started one of the biggest animal rescues in the state of Iowa, and she's like, who, who can I call to report this? I was like, there's nobody you can call but your local sheriff, your, your town cop. And I said, but you need to do it because that's some serial killer level shit right there. (laughs) I said, that lady needs to be closely monitored, not only because she burned baby bunnies alive, but because that's one hell of a fire hazard. It's a fireball on the run that you can't control. Uh, Toad, my question is, how the hell did we go from Florida man? Excuse me. Whatever our new segment is. (laughs) Douche, whatever. What a douche. To... Burning bunnies. Where the? I don't know, but that's our new podcast. Crazy oh my god, people. <laughs> guys! I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> the shit got real dark and depressing here, real quick. I just <laughs> wanted to tell that story. <laughs> what? The... I mean, I've shot probably hundreds of rabbits over the years, you know. But even when I find like a nest of baby bunnies and I'm mowing or something, I move them. I won't run or them go over around or go around <laughs> them. You know, they're cute as shit, and then when they get older, they're delicious. <laughs> but I'm not gonna light them on freaking fire. It's like, good God! That reminds me of my wife with all the mama raccoon nursing all of her babies in the tree in the front yard. What about the ones in the tree pile where I weigh well, like sixty moved, rounds of two twenty three into there? They moved from the tree in the front yard once they could walk on their own. They all crawled to the wood pile. But there was a mama in a hole in the front in the tree in our front yard. And she had, you know, six or eight babies in there with her. And I was going to dispatch these raccoons. <laughs> you know, we have chickens and dogs and a couple cats in the barn. and A curious three-year-old. Uh, yeah. And uh, I didn't think it was very nice to have, you know, nine raccoons um, 20 yards from the front door of our house. I wasn't all that excited about that and my wife told me that i cannot shoot those raccoons i cannot stick a chainsaw in the hole in the tree and oh sweet jesus (laughs) i i was not allowed to dispatch these raccoons until they were adults she said when they're babies you can't kill them when they become adults, you can shoot every single one of them. I was like, well, this just doesn't make any damn well, sense. All right. Well, any since this, this episode has devolved into animal cruelty, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we went from the hilarious it's topic. It's called population hilarious, hilarious topic of Florida man and what a douche to where we've got now. But that that is that is a magic. I think we just... It's, only, a, it's not even five o'clock. We right. should probably just come up with some more topics. That's the magic of this uh, podcast. <laughs> Let's no, go tell the beer's gone. No, we're we're over uh, well, over an hour twenty yet. So, and I <laughs> I brought I brought plenty of beer. So, anyways, we do have to go live after this anyway, Toad. So, um, we're gonna call this an episode. <laughs> if you made it, uh, please please comment below and let me know that You'll you actually did make it. You'll find it on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. The title will be Burning Bunnies. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. Do that. <laughs> nope, not doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's, it's, it's gonna be named "What a Douche." Uh, but anyways, it was a fun one, as it always is. You never know what's gonna come out of these 
I don't, what I, you don't know what's going to yep. come out of their mouth. <laughs> yep. Also, I don't, Sam doesn't even know what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> also, I don't talk good, so I might name it that again. Uh, I don't talk good number two. Again, thanks, James, Wade, and Miles. Yeah, appreciate you guys yeah. listening. And if you guys did actually make it through, please uh, let us know. <laughs> We'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like. <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, love all you guys. It's been it's been fun. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We'll also probably do another live. Check um, out all of our other social media if you're watching this on YouTube. Check out Facebook if you're listening to us. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our YouTube page. We do some other videos over there. And uh, we've usually, on our Facebook, we've usually got all of our YouTube videos linked. If not, just shared directly to YouTube. So check out Ballistic Imagery on uh, on Facebook as well. He does some pretty cool shit. Uh, and he's also he's the, the videographer. The I don't even know. What, did videographer. I, did I say that? Videographer. Videographer. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to talk very good. And like all He's... good, true artists, his attitude tends to be moody most of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's true, but we love him. Anyways, uh, thanks, guys, for listening. And until uh, we talk to you next time, remember, life's short and free. God bless. Cheers. Cheers. So we need a... We need a... I don't know how we haven't figured we have a we have a navy. Dump yeah, some ice in the warm okay, water. Yeah, of course. Just fly those planes up so there. After we get like what know, a 20, dick 30, after like 20, 30, 40, 50 episodes, we're gonna have a video entitled Toad's Greatest Hits. Oh, just yes. all the fucking